0: Get 60% off at com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply.
1: Nintendo! Welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat. I am Jose Otero. This is IGN's Nintendo Show for the week of March 23rd. And coming up on Nintendo Voice Chat, we've got a bunch of things to talk about. First, obviously, we're still talking about Zelda. We're going to unbox some Nintendo products on here, just some accessories that came in, tell you what we think of them. And then finally, we're going to get to your questions or your feedback, excuse me, from last week's question of the week, along with some news. Um, But first, why don't we actually jumble the schedule a little bit? I want to start by basically these were sent to us. Uh, by Power A, and there are two accessories you can get. And joining me to unbox them are Justin Davis, hello, Brian Altano, hi, and Pear Schneider, hello. All right, so let, let's just do this live. You guys take this one. Yeah. So I, we'll I want to point one. out that I think Jose,
2: I was telling you before we recorded, I think I've been at IGN almost six years, never invited on our Nintendo oh, show. Oh no! Wow. Holy moly! Oh no! Seriously? Yeah. So well, I'm I'm very happy and honored to be here. Thank yeah, you. I was very gonna say it's fixed.
1: Too. We did it. To unbox some uh, plasticky, maybe not so great. <laughs> what did you do to make uh, Jose mad? Oh wait, is that how it is? Yeah. Um, so, uh, Pear is unboxing the Joy-Con charging dock, mm. which is a way that you can basically dock four Joy-Con controllers into a system. So, oh, why don't look. you tell them what you're finding on there? Well,
3: Jose, found, for the audio listeners. I found the letter T inside this box. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, no, it's a, it's a, it's a stand. It's actually really nicely made. It's uh, and it can hold four Joy-Con. Uh, and can recharge them. And it's got a little. Uh, it's got a little uh, USB cable right? attached. Yeah. You can't remove it, but it has a USB uh, cable attached at the bottom. Why would you want to remove?
4: Why would you want to remove it?
3: Well, just in case it breaks, if you have kids, you'll know that kids eat cables. But is it is it
2: USB only, or is there an AC adapter in there? I didn't no, see an AC that,
1: adapter. It's oh, only USB. so it's plug in, Probably yeah. meant to plug into the next to your switch. Yeah, or, yeah, or right in here, or the to the port. Uh, yeah, sure. or and some it, uh, plugs even come with a USB slot now on them, right? Wall plugs, for example. And they match the the plastic has that same
3: sort of finish that the actual console would. The the uh, the dock. So and then yeah, you can put your
1: uh, you can put your Joy-Con on there. So interesting note though, if you slide these in, they don't lock. So because I. I first saw this and I was like, well, how would I get them out? Because yeah, I have yeah. to hit the release, don't I? You actually don't. You just pull this up and you're good. Like, there is no fuss, no muss kind of to this. Can sure. I
4: point something out real quick? Yeah, sure. Uh, you'll actually be able to play all your games just like this.
1: So <laughs> it's, it's not, well, it's two not people traditional. Can. Yeah, two by holding people. it in your hand. Some of you might Brian want like it. a
4: weightier, more cumbersome uh, way of actually playing your video games at home. For You know, Zelda's a very long game. You want to hold this one for about 100
1: Got hours. a lot of weight to it, though. I don't know how long I'd want to hold that to be honest. I, Do you feel that? I don't think you you want to hold it at all? <laughs> how long is,
4: so? Part of that cord's wrapped up under there. Do we know
2: how long it's, looks uh, like? it's
3: 70 80 feet? <laughs> <laughs> <speaking> now, it's, um, See, it it's long enough back. to be far away from the dock, but not. I'm gonna say I, that's three feet. I'd say NES Classic yeah. distance, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Oh, nice, good <laughs> job. That was Thanks. like two and a half, three feet. Okay. So, uh, so th- Justin, on your side, uh, what is that product? Well, see, I
2: thought this was a charging grip, well, this is but it's not. No, it's um, not. It's a comfort grip. Yeah, this uh, is a comfort grip. So, and I'm sure you've covered this on the show, and everybody probably knows by now that the the grip that comes with your switch is not a charging grip. It's not charging your Joy Cons
3: mm-hmm. while you play.
1: Um, Neither is this.
2: Right, and they sell third party <laughs> ones. You can buy a charging grip if you want, and this is just a comfort grip. So, but it, they
3: made it in red. Like Nintendo doesn't make them red. Put see if the if color it, matches. Oh, if it doesn't match, that's oh not man,
4: right? it doesn't oh. even remotely oh. match. <laughs> uh, Oh
2: Man, if okay. someone's listening to the audio-only version... So, yeah, tell you, them, you guys have
4: seen the neon pink, Um, what is it, the right Joy-Con or left if you bought a, a different SKU. Uh, it, this is a red, like a sort of N64 controller red. They didn't match
2: the neon red. Yeah,
4: see. no, they didn't. I think
3: it's really difficult
4: oh, wow. to, it's way to
3: replicate different. that. Well, I don't yeah. think they tried with this. I yeah. think this is more, if you look at the back, the, it's gray. I think this is designed for the gray and one, so though, that's, honestly. And so
2: that's This is made by yeah, Power way. A, and no, uh, it's like the default grip, but oh. the but there's a little bit different grippy, like a little bit higher quality grippy material on the back that
4: your index finger is right. Grippy? You talking grippy. about grippy? Grippy toad? Yeah, grippy toad.
1: <laughs> um, uh, yeah. How,
4: what do you think, Brian? Like you're holding it right I don't, now. I don't like it. I understand who it's for, uh, children.
1: So look at the it, difference.
2: It the does size feel, comparison. it feels a little bit better, mm-hmm. but the color, man.
1: Yeah, you color's know. off. I, I don't know if I like the, the texture. Just to me, it feels like, um, sweaty hands were holding it first uh, yeah 12, it's very clammy it um, feels like it
4: feels like a nerf gun
1: yeah a is little bit cheap? yeah yeah i don't know if it's cheap though i wouldn't say that it's also a little wider you can see than the so oh. the section in the center uh, is oh, actually, a yeah. wider, um, yeah, than, actually a bit wider yeah that's actually good the
2: point. i i i, I find one. that the default switch uh i find it to be a little cramped mm-hmm. and this seems to fit my hands a little bit better yeah yeah mm. um, but the, I, I can't get over the color
1: so I'm gonna tell you prices and then cheap. why don't we go buy or no buy? So uh the charging uh station here is a twenty nine ninety nine product what? It's a charging what? dock for oh. four uh controllers. That's too expensive. Um then uh the comfort grip, which you're holding, is fourteen ninety nine. Yeah. So uh for the That's charging cheap. dock, charger I mean buy or no buy, what do you guys think?
4: Um, I mean, I'm not really in a scenario where I need, where I ever need four Joy-Cons. pair. you could probably speak to I have to a this. charging
3: grip already. So uh, I, I do have multiple systems, multiple Joy-Con. I could imagine that if you play like a lot of Mario Kart or something, when that game comes out, you mm-hmm. might run out of battery. Totally. But, like I've never even thought about charging these. Like, yeah. Never, no. It's never crossed yeah. my mind because I always dock the system and then attach the controllers. But I could yep. see when you do multiplayer games that you want to do this. And once... You guys all know the moment they bring out (laughs) color color variations, we're going to buy them. Yeah. yeah there's just true. no way around. <clears> like mm-hmm. you they're going to release an NES yeah. edition or a GameCube yeah. purple or something you're going to buy them. And so having like a nice stand like that that keeps them charged you kind of cool. So
2: I am just trying to like the the battery life on the Joy-Cons is like 8 plus hours, right? Like it's pretty good. Oh, no, even it's more than that.
3: More 20,
2: 20 hours. So I'm trying Important to envision to a scenario where you need to charge four of them at once in a dock because you know, they're already getting charged when they're plugged on plugged into the device or using it's just that's a lot of battery life. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like so for I believe
4: one of me it's a no-buy. I believe the left Joy-Con actually lasts last on the right they're like twins one one is always stronger it's true. <laughs> That's yeah, true. yeah, yeah. That's just uh, doing less, right? Any twins yeah, twins no, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I apologize. Um, the uh, you're the stronger one. So Zach Ryan and I are doing this video series now, linked together, where we each hold half a Joy-Con and play through Zelda. Which one is the stronger twin of those two? Oh man, yeah. that alternates between. I mean, we're both the weak twins. Oh, oh I've watched that. You, that, you guys, guys can't even, even climb a tower. Yeah, I know. But I think we, I think we need to do a video series with this Joy-Con charger, where people play Mario Kart with all four locked in, <laughs> and two players have to hold it all together. Oh no! Side to side, yeah, Four people,
1: all playing. Something Very difficult. Yeah, that would be interesting. An I interesting think you had like a tough childhood or something. You just want to make the world suffer. I had a great childhood that involved a lot of me getting dropped. Okay. Okay. So. Fair enough. So uh, then the comfort grip, which uh, Justin unboxed on his side of the table, uh, that is a fourteen ninety nine. Uh, what do you think? So uh, the, 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 sorry, just last thing. The charging grip yeah. is thirty bucks. Ooh.
2: I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say that I think that's more comfortable than the than the grip Nintendo made. Okay. I think it's a little bit bigger. It fits my hands a little better. And you know, you had your complaints about the texture. I like it. I okay. don't. I don't like the hard plastic of the Nintendo grip. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the color is a deal breaker. Yeah, it has a little more weight to it too. Yeah. I did appreciate that. I feel. Yeah. Um, so but I yeah, s- color's bad. <laughs> I still I still say it's a no buy. But it, you know, if that came in black, and maybe it does. You know, mm-hmm. I have some other colors in it.
3: Um, Put your gray ones on it, Justin. I want to see it with gray.
4: Yeah, Justin or, or yeah. Brian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded weird. Huh? Put your gray
1: ones on. I want to see it. gray Come on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> okay, while uh while he does that, um no, I just you know, these got sent in and I'm sure cool. folks are curious who, you know, want to buy uh some yeah, accessories. This isn't, this isn't too bad. Oh, yeah, that actually works a little bit better. Here, let me hold that up uh right here. Uh close up cam, please. Not yeah. not terrible. Yeah, it looks like a red dog now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you put the little mouth on it, have you seen yeah. that sticker yeah, yeah, right. around? Yeah. Kate uh, Kate over at Nintendo, <laughs> um, tweeted a photo, of and I thought it was adorable.
4: Yeah. So I don't really know. Um, I mean, I guess these are a good value. Over, I don't know what they sell the actual Joy-Con com- comfort grip for. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's twenty, but I don't quote. Me yeah, that. I mean that checks out. But um, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, probably like fifteen twenty. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, I should have looked that up. But uh, apologies for that. All right, so then let's move on to round two as uh, we make all this noise with plastic. And if you're watching, excuse me, if you're listening to the audio version, apologies, uh, you can always check out the video, youtube.com slash Nintendo Voice Chat. You should uh, just, if you want to see what these products look like. So now we're going to talk about Breath of the Wild. We want to talk about your responses to the question of the week but first we're going to kick things off with hearing about justin's experience oh my goodness in breath what? of the wild because i mean you're new to the show you haven't yeah. been on in six years yeah. and we're making up for <laughs> lost time so here we are it's <laughs> enough to
4: get to get uh every korok seed and yeah. full
3: disclosure as we were getting ready to shoot this episode justin wouldn't stop playing zelda it's right true right? Right. either would
2: ryan yeah. the Trent. switch that's on the table is not just a prop it's any moment to steal a little zelda time at work it's true no, I mean, the game's incredible, right? Like, I, I don't think that that's a surprise. I mean, I guess maybe it is. Not everybody universally loves it. Um, I think it's great. I'm hooked on it. I, 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 uh, checked out a copy of Binding of Isaac from work just to, you know, play my, play something else on my mm-hmm. Switch. And I played it for like 10 minutes and I'm just like, nah, <laughs> just went back mm-hmm. to Zelda. Like, it's so comforting and feels so good to just sit down and be back in that swaying grass and the idyllic forests and, uh, I I definitely feel like they nail that feeling of movement for the first time in the Zelda games. Mm. We were talking about that on GameScoop yesterday. Uh, Mario traditionally has, uh, even if you're not collecting stars, you're not doing anything, just the joy of moving through the environment has always felt just right. And Zelda wasn't really that. Like, you always had this short, stubby sword, Mm. didn't have a jump button for a long Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. And this is the first time that Zelda feels good to just be kind of doing nothing in, in my opinion. Yeah, Um, that's a good point. And like I saw, I think it was on NeoGA, or somewhere uh, had a list of like critiques like you know all the shrines are the same it's not like the death mountain shrines are fire themed and Mm -hmm. uh, you know maybe the dungeons are lackluster maybe the world's a little bit too big and like all that like as I was reading that I'm like yeah I agree with all those critiques I agree with all those complaints but I kind of don't care like I need to have someone go out of their way to like point those flaws out out to me for me to be like oh yeah I guess that's all true but Mm -hmm. for me it's very easy to overlook all that and just be lost in that
3: world and run around. I think each one of the critiques—I didn't see this list, but yeah. you know—a lot of those are things that I thought about, yeah. right? Like, did I want the four big temples to be like distinct, like a forest temple, a haunted yeah. one, a fire one? Yeah. And like, we
1: warn spoilers before you go any further. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. give away okay.
3: anything. But I'm like, okay. I feel like to each one of these critiques, like Zelda has an answer why. Right, like there is a big desert and a and a big open world because you want this feeling of being lost and like being outnumbered and over outpowered and all that like there I feel like they're good reasons for some of the the things that you could call shortcomings, yeah, you know except yeah. for frame rate, well, for example, yeah. that's one yeah but like but like there's a reason for each one of those, and it was a design decision rather than a we can't
1: do it, we don't want to do it, you know like the, well with shrines, yeah. I think it was a limitation though of like hey, if we had done shrines the way dungeons used to be. Um, because the space is so big we want you to give you reasons to explore I think that's the same reason the Korok seeds uh, number is out of control I mean yeah. 900 well, is just like wait what are that you that is far and away my biggest problem with this
4: game um, is knowing that I'll never 100% it because of those Korok seeds. <laughs> you normally yeah, the do
1: that the, the that's how you map.
4: normally play uh, the intention is no. not to find them all yeah. like they
2: put way more than any one person would ever need so that when you do stumble across 100 you know you get the upgrades Ooh. for that but but that's not how really
4: obsessive really compulsive yeah. disorder works
3: I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but the but the reason the the shrines all look the same it's because it's all the same technology yeah, right like there's a reason for it in the story why they're not distinct whereas like yeah, the, the towns are all distinct because it's different cultures in different areas and one lives in the desert and so the town is different
2: yeah. i think i think they uh, for me it's a test of strengths are, are a major missed opportunity to uh they're very disappointing like even the major test of strength like why isn't one a guardian with some skeletons raining arrows down on you like why yeah. is is they're all the same You and one dude, and they're a little bit different with like columns yeah. and stuff, but they or had an the opportunity. Yeah. They could have been cool combat arenas where I know there's not living enemies in there, there's only guardians in there. Yeah. So I, I get the in fiction reason, but
3: like That's that's the reason. But, but then true. when you yeah. so well, what up if there, one had like, like
2: spouts of fire? One had I mean it's just easy to imagine that they could have each one could have felt like a really different, unique combat sure. game. No,
1: definitely. But then when you count up and say, Okay, out of the hundred and twenty, maybe 10, yeah. 12 are those combat shrines, you yeah. don't feel like mm-hmm. you're really at that much of a loss. Um, but yeah. I, I do agree with you that uh, yeah, th- that could have that's one of those things that going into the review too was kind of bothering me, where I was like, man, every time I go into a combat trial, it's the same fight it, well, but there is a variation, have right. you seen the ones where there are no columns in the room Yeah, you can raise, yeah, yeah. yeah. so I didn't pick like up you yeah. can magnesis and pick them up, and I was like, how am I supposed to dodge that, but I was so strong it did it, it didn't matter, well, also I mean, like, spoilers the just, the ice blocks
4: just magnesis him and beat the hell out of well, him. Hey, Stasis him, and then beat, him. beat the hell out of did him, and then
3: the ice Emperor? arrow him, and was beat it, the hell yeah. out of yeah. him. So, so you can so do the s- blocks to block him. Yeah. 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 So
1: what are some of your uh, fun adventure stories from this? Like, what are things that happen that you're just like, wait a minute, I didn't expect that?
2: I mean, there's definitely, Uh, I did the area, I mean, I was just telling you, there's so many, I think I, I think people, you know, we were just complaining about the shrines, but I think people that are that complain a little bit about the shrines probably haven't done a lot of the shrine puzzles. Mm. Like, this game feels like old school. Zelda when you're solving some crazy, tricky puzzle in the overworld and dragging a ball around from over here and avoiding enemies, and then you solve that puzzle, then a shrine comes up out of the ground, and then you go in that shrine, and sometimes you're still not done. Sometimes you're solving another puzzle within that shrine, and that shrine has a piece of armor in it that you can't find anywhere else in the game. Like I've played this game for 60 hours, got a unique piece of armor, solved an environmental puzzle, went down in a shrine where I solved a little bit more controlled puzzle, and, like, that, you know, 10 or 15 minutes, however long that took, w- you know, felt like Link to the Past, but in, you know, 3D in modern mm-hmm. times. Like right. Yeah. So
3: yesterday, when I played yesterday, for the first time in, like, I don't know, like 80 hours or something, I had the first shrine where I could get to the end and solve it, but there were two mm. treasure chests I saw, and I had no idea how to get yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was like a a... a a shrine with big spiky like metal balls and I'm like I can't stand on them like how can I get up there and like I still haven't figured it out so I put myself a little reminder with a treasure chest on the map next to the shrine so I'm going to come back
4: yeah I love doing stuff like that I, I also love the just the sort of the different ways people are interacting with within with scenarios uh a friend of mine Nick Robinson over at Polygon uh T- tweeted out this video he made of this uh, area in the game where you're supposed to basically bring a bunch of like metal balls onto these things, and he didn't feel like doing it. So he just took every metal weapon he had and laid them all side by side yeah. and made a huge daisy chain and then realized that like the tips of the spears are metal, but the wooden shaft of them are not, so you have to angle that the right way. Yeah. Yeah. So many
2: little <laughs> moment moments like that. It, yeah. Yeah, I saw a video where somebody solves a shrine eight different ways. yeah no i'm not i'm not
1: surprised yeah in that moment with uh it's funny because during the review i ran into that i basically was in a room where there's if you're solving the puzzle in the right steps you're being given a new metal box for each thing i didn't realize where the last metal box was and it was this obvious answer which i'm not going to say but i was just saying to myself okay I just need one more thing. What's one more thing I could use? I was like, well, my sword's made of metal. And I dropped it on the ground, used magnesis, and moved it over. And when the circuit connected, I ran screaming out of the room (laughs) to get Dan because I, I wanted to show Stapleton. I was like, look, look at this. I was like, every other effing game that I will try something this out there on it's wrong. I yeah. end up with a wrong answer, or the property doesn't follow through. I love that natural thinking and and just like the obvious choice makes sense in this world. Right, and just then the sometimes confidence to like yeah, mm. and sometimes that backfires on you. Like
4: I did this uh, I did this shrine where you have to push an ice cube to the very end, mm. and it kept melting, and I, I was just like, "What the hell's wrong with this thing?" I kept shooting it with ice arrows, and I was like, "Oh." damn it. I'm wearing a fire sword on my back. Uh-oh. Every time I walked out of this ice cube it was it would melt. And I'm like, this is like the hardest level I've ever played. And then I was just yeah. like, oh, it's come same on. When oh, you same when it. you're in a in a,
3: in a hot place and yep. you take out the bomb arrow for the first time. Oh,
4: that's how you like, assault.
3: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow up those guys. I'm like, yeah. I
4: got my... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like we've always said or we've been saying about this game that you have all these moments that feel like they're specifically happening to you in your game. I had this moment playing this morning, just like waiting for, for my cab to get to work. And I climbed up on this, like, ridge, looking down on this high knocks. Or no, who's in high... It was a Lionel. Lionel Richie. And I'm up there, and I'm just like... Oh, I got my fire hour out, and I, I go to pull a Hello. shot back at him. Yeah. And then I just <laughs> see this thing, like... Ab- I see this thing above me. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And, like, I kind of slowly pan up, and there's just 200-foot-long just red dragon starts yep. just floating oh, over man. me. And there's a Lionel down below. There's a red dragon above me. I shoot the dragon. A scale falls off of him. It lands of course yeah. right on like the lionel's ass <laughs> so i'm like i gotta get this thing i'm gonna have to fight this dude so i just i coast down there with my glider i land he's like huh yeah. and i pick it up i'm like ah and run away get out of there yeah. it's such a great moment and like i don't know if anyone ever, will have that exact specific scenario happen to them but it happened to me and it's special you know
1: yeah no and it it there's it's filled with dozens of those yep. um we uh,
4: there's there's sorry no, the last no, thing please. i want to say is
1: yeah. uh uh just
2: the little details, and that's where Nintendo excels is often in the little details or just the thoughtfulness that that uh, you know other companies don't always developers don't always take their games across the finish line that way where you know it's an open world game with points of interest all over the map it's not that revolutionary, but the difference is they make you build the map with your own points of interest yeah. it doesn't take a map and just vomit icons all over it yeah. and if that's what you want to do and have stars and leaves and gems and if you want to fill your map with that stuff you can but but they're making you you do it through gameplay and just that loop. Like a lot of games have like, uh, like you know, a Gears of War or other shooter has a, have a 30-second combat loop. This game has like a one-hour combat loop of like get somewhere high, mark something in the distance, yeah. go there, you know, pick up, you know, craft some food along the way, and then, and then you know, you get through that. Like I, I go to a point in the map you haven't been to before. You're going to go on some crazy adventures. Right. Like, yeah. right. I always stop the game. Uh, and this is why I play it evening after evening by getting up somewhere high and seeing a spot I haven't been to before and that's when I turn my switch off and then the so next cool. day I paraglide down into a new adventure.
3: I, I always stop like I find a shrine paraglide. stand in front of the shrine yep. and then I say I'm going to stop and then I keep playing.
1: Yep. And then you keep playing. Yeah, I, that's I think I that like it. Yep. something
4: that seriously cannot be understated is how excellent this game works specifically on the hardware you're playing it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Like what you just described right there. Is something you might not do in any other scenario because it's like you have to, like, you save your game, you back out to the menu. I mean, this whole thing. Yeah, PS4 has like a rest mode and you can pop back in, right? Mm -hmm. But the idea of like, I'm playing at home and then I hop in the back of a taxi and I play for a few more minutes. I get to work and there's like, I'm waiting for the morning meeting to start up and I, I turn on my Switch and I'm like, I'm gonna go to that shrine and I'm gonna get to the door of that shrine, I'm gonna walk in that shrine. I'm going to just hit the button again, close it out, put it away and pick up exactly where I left off before. That is absolutely what we were sort of promised uh-huh. with this system yeah, and it yeah. is completely delivering with this. So game. so my kids always have the excuse saying like when when
3: we call like, come to dinner, like, we call the kids. They always say, I got to find a safe point. Yeah, they always uh, use that with every game. So, you know, they they pulled this on my wife a couple <laughs> of times. I'm like, There's no safe point. Yeah, like, they can turn it off anytime. Yeah. And, you know, and then Aki, the, that's my oldest son, uh, Ak- Akira, he uh, he said, I'm in the middle of a cutscene. I'm like, Nope, Even <laughs> no, your cutscene will resume. <laughs> yeah, it was like the off button. It was
4: like on that show, yeah. Save by the Bell, Zach Morris had that yeah. thing where he would be like that and freeze yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. And so, you could just yeah. do that, you could yeah. suspend anything. Yeah. I mean, and it works for the game, I don't know how well it's going to work for something like like Mario, Mario Kart with yeah. mid-lap or something. Oh no, yeah, you know,
1: maybe there, but uh, with Isaac I, I had the same <laughs> experience where it'd be like, okay, I'm in the middle of a really great run on Isaac, but I have to run and do something else. I can just suspend and keep yeah. moving. The generosity um,
2: of the auto saves by the way is another like, it's just yeah. one of the, it's another yeah. little detail where like it encourages that exploration and that experimentation like there's a giant huge tree stump. Of course I'm gonna go see what's in that tree stump. Turns out there's some crazy whiz in there that I wasn't watching my hearts and he killed me, but then I'm not sent back. Like, you know 20 minutes like I'm yeah. right back outside
1: that tree stump yeah. yeah and also just props to Nintendo for it being light on bugs and I say lighter than I've seen sure. a, an open world game be in a while I mean the, the weirdest things I've heard mostly revolve around the blood Moon. mostly it revolve repeats, around yeah. like yeah either a, repeating or you had four in a row oh, yeah. okay have I you guys, haven't in like have you guys a, over read the theory hours that, of the, the game have you read the theory that that's the game like loading yeah, there is some it's loading sort of like going on because it's a yeah, there's basically uh, if you try to skip the cutscene, you'll get a few seconds of, of waiting while right. things are getting brought back up. I don't know what's happening there, but I mean we know through the cutscene it's sort of reviving every enemy. So yeah. it's probably but like it's doing what, I think reset. it's also like
2: cleaning up the world. Like, yeah, uh, the because the it, or whatever. I suspect, you know, it's like that Skyrim bug on PS4 mm-hmm. where uh, it was saving the state of like every mm-hmm. single object in yeah. the entire game world. Mm-hmm. It didn't have like a cleanup phase. And so after you'd been playing twenty hours it remembered there was a watermelon on the right side of the <laughs> map. <laughs> and so i don't know this is my personal theory it's my, my life. theory besides just bringing back enemies it's also like a reset button yeah the, no and it would make
1: stuff. sense because like there's a, a heavy uh i forgot the name of the weapon i think it's one of the royal guard uh, heavy blades sure. and there's a sh- there's a resurrection tower that there's a skull on it um mm-hmm. near the I, top I and one. you can climb outside and go to the top so if you ever notice it gets struck by lightning all the time it's because there's a sword up there yeah and it's massive and it's a strong blade um i've taken that sword before and when i've come back i have found it later but i haven't checked if it was after a blood moon or not yeah. i would imagine it is right. um all right so let's uh let's move on then to mm-hmm. uh feedback we've gotten so we asked uh, or i've been asking for the past two weeks can you really go back uh to the way zelda used to be and i mm. kind of want to clarify a little bit of what i meant by that because it wasn't so much that i was trying to disparage going back to the older games i do think skyward sword and hd would be An issue only because that game specifically has some rough history with Nintendo fans um, and with people who love the Zelda series but I think that the next Zelda in terms of progression and having something that allows you to just sort of choose your own adventure right from the start is so, it, this game got that so right. I'm just curious if the next Zelda were to go, okay, first you have to do a bunch of things before you can leave this town, or has been as sort of heavy on handholding as, as some of the other entries have been. Can we deal with that? Or even um, going back to item, prog- you know, like the, yeah, the item progression is the items, other one. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we got a bunch of comments about it, so I'm going to read them now. Um, and, uh, of course we can chime in and respond. The first sure. one comes from Eric. Uh, who says, you know, can I go back to Old Zelda? He's like, it will be hard, perhaps impossibly hard. I can't imagine being content with, that s- with the simplistic linear progression ever again. Of course, it didn't seem so simplistic at the time. I mean, he feels especially that was true for Wind Waker, whose openness was astonishing to him, but it just all seems so quaint now. Like, he liked the linear progression in its time, but he's not sure and he didn't want the Zelda I knew and loved to end you know and he doesn't want it to but he's shocking he's shocked that he doesn't see himself going back uh, by the way he sends thank you uh, that uh, that one comes from Eric uh Job Cool. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it is. I mean, I think the same thing happened to some of the other open world games. Like if you remember, go back in to the earlier Elder Scrolls games, you're like you're escaping from a prison cell and you're creating your character. And it's like it's a long time until you see the the world itself. Like it mm. has this kind of startup sequence that gets you acquainted with all that stuff. I feel like Nintendo kind of found their courage to trust in the player with this game like all the old games were like explaining what a rupee is and explaining what you can do with it and like saying oh no you need a sword before you leave town or, and like oh, I
1: feel like me. I actually yes. think after yeah. this
3: game they're not gonna care if you're leaving town without the sword they're gonna say well that's your choice man yeah. yeah. and they they might hint at the fact that you could get
1: a sword but I don't think they will handhold ever again like this just can, to build on that point sorry The opening the opening of the game blows me away because it's so smart in terms of a tutorial stage because you wake up and the first thing that they emphasize is that the sheikah slate is very important and then the next thing you'll see is that oh you can equip clothes and then the next thing you see is that you need it to open doors the sheikah slate and then finally it ends with you can climb you run up to that that surface right in front of you you're not prompted to do it when you get there you see there's a jump button and you just do what it tells you to do and in those first five ten minutes maybe less than that You are so acquainted with so many skills you need. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. They make you climb out of the shrine.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Wordless uh, tutorials. Like you can almost see. And again, I don't know that this is true, but I suspect that. You probably didn't get all your items at the beginning of the game in the very first like when they were first designing Breath of the Wild but then like it does it probably didn't feel good to get to a shrine and not have magnesis yet yeah, like no. and not have you know find a river or find a lake that you couldn't get across and then at some point they probably made the decision now nah, let's just give it like, F it, let's go all the way. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. just give everything totally to everybody agree. all at once. Like, they probably split those items up in the four dungeons. And I could see them through very smart design going back to a system like that where make it a little bit more Metroid-like, where like mm-hmm. somehow you can't even get into the desert until you get the hookshot or get mm-hmm. whatever item. And you could, it doesn't have to be one or the other. You can have a big, huge, expansive open world and still sort of encourage people or, or maybe even force people to go through some dungeons
4: in, yeah. in the same order. I love that idea. I think what you just said about it not being one of the other is the perfect uh, sort of mantra for the next evolution of where this franchise goes. Because um, I think that was one of the things that was sort of missing here and it, it sort of uh – um made the urgency or sort of victory of the of the dungeons evaporate a little bit for me because mm. i think the idea of uh, the cool reward at the end of the dungeon the, yeah i, I mean i got the hook shot and, and i'm that. sure we'll get into it with some of readers yeah, here yeah, we but got some. yeah i mean to me i feel like the, a lot of the dungeons in terms of like i did a dungeon last night and again no spoilers it had one enemy in it yeah mm-hmm. and i beat him in one hit yeah, that sucks.
1: Yep. You know, yeah, but what, like, do you really want to like? Uh, we, we are going to get into this, yeah. but do you really want a room full of like a lasal that you have to clear just to open a door? No, but I do. That, miss... I think that was one of the things in older dungeons. No, but this this game
4: takes a lot of cues from the original Legend of Zelda, and the original Legend of Zelda had dungeons
1: that had mid bosses and mini bosses. Yeah, but the right? series is about. But this game is about yeah. also breaking those conventions and trying something that was very very. Yeah, different no, and I'm happy in, like, with dungeon. the way it worked out here. But well, if well, they do this exact same thing again, structures where I feel like it's more about the observation. And it's more about, okay, I see that that's, uh, I think that's the pillar I need, but how am I going to move it? And it's a lot of challenging yourself to figure out the answer. Combat is outside for the most part, Yeah. There's some small Mm -hmm. kind of
3: combat scenes indoors, but it's puzzle inside and combat out sure
4: and they did move those mini bosses and mid-level bosses I to mean, the outside world, world which is I cool know those are absolutely optional yeah <laughs> but bosses. to echo what Justin said I don't think it needs to be one or the other thing I think you can have these dynamic solve, uh, puzzle, puzzle sure. dungeons that have a little slightly more emphasis on combat because uh, it just seems odd that like I walk into a dungeon I'm carrying 20 weapons and I'm not using them for anything
1: you know uh, see I like, I like the way you're using your brain but I will agree with you that um, uh, the structure is imperfect yeah, like I don't look at the dungeons in Breath of the Wild as oh well, this is exactly what every dungeon should be. I instead like that it was such a great curveball, sure. especially when you discover the mechanic, the actual mechanic you need to be thinking about, which I That's like a lot. Where when it happens, like the first time, your brain just goes. And to be fair, like I mean, Skyward Sword
4: had like 15 dungeons, and by I, there were sometimes I was just like, I don't know if I want to go through this again. Like so, I do appreciate the fact that they shook things up a little bit. Yeah, um, and I just want to see them keep going from there. Yep. Yeah,
1: I always feel. Too like Skyward's Dungeons are underrated because uh, I feel like there were dungeons in that game that specifically involved so many multi-item like uses obviously there was still the one key to win them all that you found in that dungeon but there was also a lot of oh, hey, you'd use the beetle here and you'd use this yeah. other thing but it was all tied to this progression system of well you've got those tools so sure. we don't have to worry about and I that. think
4: shrines make up for it too right there's 120 of them out there and many of them hinge around really interesting puzzles that I think back in the day would have been locked right into a dungeon yeah, uh, sure. same like, with the combat there's an
2: equivalent amount of like yeah. those 120 shrines equal you know eight dungeons puzzles roughly but it's still not the same and and
3: you guys always remember the good stuff right remember the bad stuff too the water (laughs) temple was cool once you finished it but it wasn't cool when you went. God, I accidentally reset the water level. Where am I supposed to go? Right, like there, there are these moments. Even like the fire temple, like you put the pillar up too high, and you're like, God, now I have to backtrack. And I love that the shrines give you really meaningful, cool puzzles without overstaying their welcome. Sure, they also- do.
4: But I mean, the but the the new temples now also they have just a touch of water temple in them, where yeah. all of them sort of involve <laughs> the like temples, do yeah, yeah. you know, moving yeah, levers dungeons, around dungeons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: No, I, mean. I, I love them for that though. But I'm also one of those guys who wasn't bothered by the water temple yeah. as much as I know some folks have been. An
2: underrated uh benefit to the way things are now. I'm 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 with Altano like I'm not that wild about these dungeons. I wish it had some proper dungeons in it. Um but a benefit here is I got stuck in the fire temple as a kid was just was stuck that was it. Like the game yeah. stopped. Yeah. yeah. Like that never happens in Skyward Sword. Like yeah. you don't need to beat the four dungeons. You don't need to beat any shrines. Like, you don't need to beat any of the dungeons in this. It game. happened to my yeah. son
3: too with Majora's Mask. I think one boss he just like died a couple of times. Like he's done. And that's it. Like yeah. he, like, he it's, walked it's,
2: away. It's 2017, and there's something to be said for like, man, design your game to at least have some like pressure release valve in it. Where, right. Like, I, like it doesn't need to be a hint system. It doesn't need to be anything. But mm-hmm. like, just give people options for like, uh, their, like a show stopping. I don't know what to do. I'm. Completely completely stuck and, and yeah.
3: nintendo to be fair chose the most complicated route to facilitate that <laughs> that's complete freedom right yeah yeah. a lot of games like grand theft auto will give you three characters N- yeah. new fire emblem new old fire emblem gives sure, you sure. two characters to switch between so when you're tired or stuck you switch and then you may come back later and find the solution but like so Nintendo's solution is just so awesome
1: i like a point that spencer made and uh this was about uh, i could easily go back to more traditional Zelda as long as the lessons learned from breath of the wild do not go away um and he mostly talked about uh striking unique dungeons f- oh no this is wrong email it's on the back of this one uh it stood out to me uh because many of its well it's a game like mechanics vanished uh, you know there weren't like knee-high fences killing my progress or stopping me from going right. forward or a skilled adventurer not being able to climb a surface that they should be able to do and that actually wasn't Spencer that was Cody I apologize so more that uh, the world itself was just it wasn't a barrier like your stamina is a barrier but you can find your ways around that you can mix yeah, I mean, motions you can get yeah. upgrades Yeah, the world itself is a,
4: is a, a massive barrier, but that's what makes it so fun to overcome right like I mean yeah. you see you see a mountain and you're like I couldn't get up there on my own and you go back and you cook and you make something or you level up and you up, up your stamina wheel as much as Possible oh. and like the idea of going if you like and it's so hard because you spend like a hundred hours with this game But when you go back and look at like the way you started you started this game like a caveman you've got mm-hmm. sticks You've got, like, a Bobonklin arm and, like, you know, a rock. Like, sad. A Boba Klein. And then, like, by the <laughs> end, like, I'm picking up level 45 l- weapons, and I'm like, ah, eh, it's throwing weak. Them, like, throwing need in it in the trash. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, the- I have a half-decent, uh, like, level 50 fire sword that I'm like, it's kind of weak, though. Like, I've been slow, beaten on a little bit. Yeah. I throw it away. pick up a better one. Like, yeah. no, my, my, my cool. three maxed-out stamina wheels, 16 hearts, flying over everything. Like, You're also
2: th- crawling underneath Kakiriko Village huts, trying I'm, to gather all the mushrooms. Yeah. I was, like. Yeah, Yeah. the little fence
3: thing I think was one of the big, big changes for me. And like, it plays to different personalities too, because like when you're out on the water, for example, and you see something in the distance, you're like, all right, I'm gonna go get a raft, I'm gonna go get a leaf. Or you're the kind of person who has no problem just going ice block, ice block, yep. ice block, yep. ice block. Some people will just switch the, this the treasure you know, in that water to too. the Zora outfit and start swimming. And like, there's just so many things to do. And Kakariko is a great example, too. Like, you can just like walk through, go to a couple of stores, or leave. Or leave. Or you can do, like, you can get on every roof, you can get into any nook and cranny. So, and this is a weird uh, chicken house. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Finally, this is going back to the uh, the comment and the conversation we were having earlier about dungeons. This is from Daniel Nelson who says, as much as he's loving Breath of the Wild, it's not scratching his itch for a new Zelda game at all. Uh, the Zelda series is completely unique because of its blend of exploration and puzzle solving. So far, I've completed over half the game, shrines and dungeons, and I would guess that this has taken me less than four hours of my 70 hours within the game to accomplish. In comparison to Twilight Princess, the latter dungeons would take me upwards of two hours to complete a single one. Um, the tiny focus on puzzle solving made to him, uh, this game feel more like a Skyrim or a Xenoblade game than it does a Zelda. He understands if uh, the game, you know, just budget and and size pretty much negated the idea of traditional dungeons and temples. Um, but if the next Zelda game kept the open world, though considerably smaller and denser, uh, with shrines replacing hard pieces but huge ancient structures where traditional dungeons are located in remote parts of the world, right. this would be a good combination to him. And I, I'm inclined to agree. I just don't want... I this is why i was arguing the point earlier i think this made sense for what the divine beasts were meant to be yeah. and i like the the twist on dungeons i feel yeah, like for, were, for a game that wanted to undo everything you thought you knew about zelda i think they did a great job in and that it, front. it
4: wasn't at the loss of the entire world they were able to shift a lot of those focuses ah, and everywhere the spectacle i think of those things i think what people are lamenting and mm-hmm. me specifically and who is that uh this is uh daniel and me and yeah. daniel are lamenting is that no one no one makes dungeons like Nintendo does. Oh, and sure. Zelda specifically. And we've tr- seen them try in Assassin's Creed. We've seen them try in Horizon recently had these under- underground dungeons. Uh, Tomb Raider has these sort of like puzzle room-esque things. Yep. Um, no, more good. like shrines. They're, and they're really good in Tomb Raider. They are
1: way more like shrines. Totally, totally. Yeah, he's right. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
4: But, um, in terms of like just the, the flow of the way a really good level, really good dungeons made, no one does it like Nintendo. It's so intricate
2: and, uh, and it ties together, uh, y- y- you know, gameplay, but also narrative like yep. it's intimidating you know one there's tool. gonna be some but yeah one tool yep. is gonna be a beast at the end of it uh, yeah
4: and we saw them experiment with this to a lesser extent with link between worlds which did have dungeons but they were pretty much assigned or tied to one specific device and i do like uh in this that that's sort of like i have all these different items at my disposal i i talk to people who play this game who forget that they have stasis you know, or that yeah. you forget you have the ice block because you you don't use them as often. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like but
1: yeah, these these dungeons instead cleverly use all of them instead yeah. of relying yeah. on one, it's, and it's, then you get that last piece of the puzzle that we all know in the room, but we're not talking about. <laughs> um. And and I uh, just to, to the other point is just the spectacle of it. I think is the other thing that really blows me away. I feel like other dungeons didn't have this sense of, holy cow, is this really happening? As you know. Uh, the, I can't say it without spoiling it. I'm going to move on. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs>
2: no, I mean I think I think once they made the commitment and the decision to give you all the items up front, that was their opportunity to really go hog wild with the dungeons, and they mm-hmm. chose uh, not to not to take it. Really. Mm-hmm. Like they're open. You know, it, it, again, you can almost see what the meeting was in the room. Hey, the whole game world's open, so why don't we make the pu- the dungeon open too? It's going to have five puzzles that you can solve in any order, um, and mm-hmm. and do whatever you want within that dungeon space. Yep. And then everyone said, yeah, the rest of the game's open, so let's make those dungeons open. I I think that was probably a mistake. Like, to me, like, if this game, if a dungeon was a dungeon, man, like, here's a cave, and it's dark and creepy, and I'm gonna go in there, and it's gonna be filled with enemies, and it's gonna be filled with puzzles that use all my items, because we know that they have all the items, so they could have designed the play space that way. And they and they and they
1: chose not to. And look, like See, that's, this is, my, that's game so yeah, this yeah. is my game of the year. this is
3: probably my game. I know, generation. I know. It's just
1: so funny to me to hear so many yeah. uh, lamentations over Don. Well, that's because this
3: is this is such a rich series that has yeah. reinvented itself. Yeah. Like Nintendo all, oh. gets this criticism all the time that they have a couple of franchises and they kind of iterate on them. It's like sure. this is a series that had a touch screen game in it, that had a four player game in it, that had a linear game, game, a completely non linear game in it. Right? Oh. Like it had a side scrolling part in it, like, a crossbow trainer. Like, well, that does. Doesn't count, <laughs> um, but but and I I love I love like you're always going to have a favorite moment from a previous game that yeah. you want to see in each one of them, and and th- that's okay. I will disagree with Daniel on the notion that the world is too big. I actually like the I really like the parts where nothing happens because if everything was so tied together, it'd be discovery, 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 and I want. I want a couple of areas where I just walk around. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to call my horse and ride through this. You
4: can also fast travel anywhere. You can fast travel while you're falling, while four guardians are pointing lasers at you lasers yeah. at right the same as the time. the death strike is yep. about yeah, to come down on you. Yeah, you can bail out of yeah. it. Yeah. Like, out. <laughs> um, it's also, ex- like, <laughs> the, the mix between fast travel and exploring is pretty yeah. brilliant because it, you're, you're nudged to explore to find shrines. And by solving shrines, you unlock new fast travel spots. So you have to do a, a good chunk of the game on foot, on yeah. horse, Back. That's
2: such an underrated yeah. another smart you know just like using the Chica Slate to mark points on the map is smart shrines being tied to fast travel and also having a puzzle that makes you stronger in it is the smartest thing. It's yep. yeah. yep. like if you hear your shrine sensor go off or you see one in the distance there's like there's like three reasons to go get it. And like sometimes yeah. if I enter a new area, you're forced to do it on foot because you don't have any the shrines yet. Yeah. So the more of them you complete or find at least, you know, the the more accessible the rest yep. of that world becomes
4: because it gets easier to get back to where you need to. Side go. note, does anybody actually like that, that Sheikah sensor?
3: I turned mine
1: off. Oh, Jasmine, I I turn no. it on yeah. for shrines.
3: Yeah. Okay. I turn it on for really rare items. That's like a Greater, greater Flame form, yeah. Blade whatever, Tell like that story. a really Well, yeah. I I put you know, I at first I had like freaking crickets on it for that one cricket quest or something. it's yeah. so like, I walk around it's like, like <laughs> ah, you go crazy. And then I put it on through the most powerful f- uh, flame sword you could get. And I I must have played for 12 hours and there was not a peep. And then I walk into like this area of the map. It's like bleep, bleep, bleep. I'm like flame leg. And I get around the corner and there's like a moblin with one. I'm like, I'm taking that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: There's a, an underrated thing to do is to turn it on for treasure chests. Hmm.
3: Because, dude,
2: there, there are treasure chests. Everywhere in that game, they're in the river, they're in the trees, they're under the ground. Like once you turn it on, I I promise you, every hour you walk by thirty treasure chests. Yeah, that wow, game without knowing it, they're and behind walls.
3: Rupees, yeah. No, you get yeah. you get rich quick that but, way, but, honestly. But it, it's I like that that feature in there. You can't use it for everything, but once you start upgrading your armor, you'll miss some really common items like a certain lizard or uh, or like a fish or something, right? Like bass. Yeah, and like it's so helpful to have that because the world is so
1: big and. Like if you need to find something, it's the most wonderful thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you just bringing up fishing reminded me. I learned how to fish. Now do, do you know how to fish in this game? You yet? Throw a bomb in there. No. Well, that's one way to yeah. do it. That's He's electric arrows. Yeah. No, but if you're looking for a certain type awesome. of fish, uh, there's a Amiibo NPC who will tell you. Uh, a way to basically fish for them, which I thought was very clever.
4: So what's the value
1: of look, hunting a certain type of fish? Uh, just just Upgrades. in terms of the, the upgrade. like Zora yeah. armor uses a exactly. certain type of fish. Is, is anybody it's made m- from fish, dude. Oh, re- yeah, yeah, good call. Yeah, it yeah, smells plus cooking, so bad. like just if there's a certain meal you want to make, you you may need a certain type of fish. Oh, is there
4: is there anybody trying to like 100% that like photo catalog?
1: Yeah, I, I am. I'm oh, working on it. Yeah, me too. Nice. We should compare notes. I got it. Do you have the ladle? Yeah, I got the lead. Okay, good. I oh, do, I, I, do, I do, to, like,
2: wait. every single time. So, first of all, that's all I've been doing. I have hundreds and hundreds of photos, mm. and I'm still missing, like, a hundred things. I've been to every corner of the map. I'm like, what? What could I possibly be missing? But then every night, I find ten more things I didn't yeah, know I was so missing. Cool. I got to start yeah. doing that. All right,
1: I'm going to read a few more of these. This is the actual one from Spencer. Spencer. Uh, where, uh, let's see, like everyone else, I adore Breath of the Wild, uh, but I'm also a girl who loves me some Wind Waker. And even after beating Breath of the Wild, I still feel that Wind Waker is my favorite in the series. Mostly comes down to the issue of dungeons, which we keep coming back to. And it was actually the number one thing, I think, that we got emails about, um, in all fairness. This one, uh, just her, um, her saying, uh, the dungeons in Zelda have always appealed to me more for exp- than exploring the overworld, which is... Uh, which I think is not the way other people feel about Zelda. When I think about my favorite Zelda games, I think about the iconic moments of dungeon design brilliance with them. And while I think Bre- Breath of the Wild's Divine Beasts were ingeniously crafted, they lacked the length, the iconic, and sort of memorable moments um, of my earlier experiences with Zelda Dungeons. Uh, this can only be seen in the shrines and bosses, which, while fun and satisfying, had a sameness to their aesthetic that made them all blur together in my mind. I will have to see how the game hones up and evokes nostalgia for me in the future. I'm not sure if it will have the same impact for the long term as earlier Zeldas, with strikingly unique dungeons full of complex puzzle progression and iconic unforgettable bosses. I guess I got to go back and play some old dungeons because I don't, I don't remember... I remember loving every dungeon I've played, but when I hear some of the, like, uh, specifically the the complex progression, I just feel like I've always had this, like, oh, I walk in a room in Zelda, I know exactly what I need to do. Now, but remember, not in the beginning. No, always. This has really? always been an Otero thing. Like, I walk in those rooms and go, oh, okay, this, that, all right, we're out, and we're done, and usually, that, that's why I told you, one of my things, too, is every time I play these games, I won't, I won't step away from one until I'm done with a dungeon. I like the way they fold back on themselves in a way yeah, that, yeah. you
2: know, like, they were, they were clever and intricate in that way. But like yeah, if yeah. you
3: go back to Ocarina of Time, like the first time you figure out that, you know, you gotta shoot the ghost in the painting, or like you know, you shoot Ganondorf on the horse in the painting, like mm. then you learn that gameplay mechanic. That was something very unique. That temple was all about using bow and arrow, mm. shooting the eyes and all that. And then I feel like the three games that follow it. Every time you saw the eye, you knew what to do. And, yeah. like, I think some of that puzzle, like, brilliance was lost, like, the untwisting, the I think that's a good reason why so good I feel that concept.
1: way then. Because I don't yeah. think I've seen as many new ideas in, on the puzzle dungeon front, but I've loved yeah. them every time I've played it them. It puts but, Nintendo
2: in a tight spot. I mean, they make game of the year. Like, I'm very, like it's my mm. favorite game of this yeah, generation. Totally, totally. So it's a heck of a problem to have. Yeah. But it is kind of a problem. Like, mm-hmm. they're yep. in a situation, like, they got to make another Zelda game. And you know that team, I mean, they're celebrating today, but next month they're going to be. Like, there, <laughs>
3: well, there are there are, uh, there are so many fresh new takes on puzzles in Breath of the Wild. I was like, just using an ice block again like let's stay away from spoilers but it can do things like not just float in in a lake Mm -hmm. it can open stuff it can you know hurt it can like there's so many things you can do with it I really really appreciated that because that was not something that was telegraphed and it was not something that was established by previous games like the hookshot target the crystal that you have to hit with a boomerang by the way you can do that with a boomerang still in this game but they're like we don't care if you use a boomerang we we don't care if
1: you ever use a boomerang in this game and by the way the arm of that dead creature is also a boomerang I also love that they don't tell you that. Uh, yeah, that I know what's awesome. I love that they don't tell you how boomerangs work until you throw one for your first time. It's and like go, oh,
3: it yeah. comes back, <laughs> you're like, and, and, and you have
1: to catch it. Yeah, yeah the and, first and time it, it will <laughs> sail by because you're not ready for that. Yeah, yeah. if you yeah. throw Le- Alfos'
2: boom, boomerang at him, he just catches it. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's like, it's mine now. He's like, I'm from Australia. I'm catching this. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> I love my favorite moment with a boomerang was uh, that it missed the guy it was intended to hit, and as he was bearing down on me, it hit him on the way back. fact, so, good. All right, so this is the last email, but before I read it, I just want to say thank you to everyone who did send an email. It was really great to see your feedback and and just sort of hear what you're thinking about this question. And I'm really glad that you tackled it and we'll do this more often. So this is from Daniel in Germany. Oh, he sends greetings from Germany. Hello. Um, Hello. So, uh, in my humble opinion, there is no way I'm going back to the old Zelda formula. Yeah. In my case, I gave up on replaying Twilight Princess HD and also had a hard time finishing Skyward Sword a few years ago. After stopping Twilight Princess, I felt at times like I'm just done with my favorite video game series being Zelda and wouldn't be able to still enjoy it. It got it was just bored and tired. On the other hand, I really enjoyed Wind Waker on Wii U. Same goes for a Link Between Worlds on 3DS. The explanation to me is that Breath of the Wild pretty much combines and enhances the player's freedom and exploration aspect of these two titles. Ty- it is indeed in many ways the fulfilled promise of the series and I and I'm inclined to agree I love the progression in this game I love how I okay so story does and we'll we'll get to a spoiler cast where we talk about the larger story and how it fits but I do love that there are so many personal moments and anecdotes that I can run around this office telling and when I hear yours they sound different and I feel like there are many Zelda, Zelda games story, if any yeah. that that is a thing In link of between worlds the 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 difference was which temple did you start on? But that was right, it. Everything right. else was the same. Whereas with this, I'm like, oh, yeah, last night uh, I rode a deer for the first time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you're just like, wait, you can ride those? It's like, yeah. Did, I tell, my, did yeah. I
4: tell my bone horse story? No, tell the bone hose oh, story. Oh, my God. Uh, so I'm in the uh, – <laughs> I, I haven't laughed as hard at a video game in a very long time. I'm in the upper left of the map. It's very snowy and cold. I won't spoil anything. Uh, and I'm up there, and I'm outside of this cool new area I haven't been to yet. A cool area, you say? It's very <laughs> cool. And a Bobo Klein ro- rides by on a bone horse. And at first, I think it's a regular horse, so I shoot the arrow at the at the, at the Bobo Klein. I kill him instantly. And then there's just this horse standing there. and skeleton I, horse. The skeleton horse. So I walk up, and I'm like, that's not a regular horse. It's a skeleton horse. So I get on the skeleton horse, and I'm like, I'm keeping this dude. Like he's cool, we're friends. All immediately, I'm petting him and everything like that, and he's making terrible noises. And I bring him back. When you pet him, it goes cluck cluck. By the yeah, way, it makes a bone noise. Yeah, it's it's so like so a clackety bone noise. So I bring him back to the nearest stable because I'm like, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna board this horse. I'm gonna make him part of my family. It's be a good thing. And the dude behind the stable is just like. Yo, are you are you out of your damn mind? That, that's <laughs> He a monster. loses
2: his mind. Yeah, you're he's like a,
4: b- a monster. He's like that 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 is a monster. He's gonna come. He's gonna eat all my horses. You can't bring him in here. And I'm like, no. this is nonsense. So I'm sitting outside on this horse, being like, what do I do with this horse? The dog the dog at the table comes over. He starts growling at me because he's just like, get out! <laughs> get it out of here! So I'm sitting on this horse, and I'm like. Man, I wanted to name him Snoop Dogg after the Snoop Dogg movie Bones. Like, I had a whole, I had a whole plan. The sun comes up and my horse explodes. Uh, what? Uh, what? I'm just sitting on happened. a tip and he just goes. <laughs> 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 and, explodes. and the dog's
1: like <laughs> and I'm like holy god yeah, and then
4: I just start texting my friends I'm like this game rules oh that's really good I didn't good. think
1: that part through it's
4: so good no, yeah, I, I, I so didn't good.
1: Want, I wondered what happened to those horses during the daytime yeah. <laughs> no, I saw a I tweet
4: going are. around yesterday a guy brought a, a bear
1: to his yeah, table and they're just like and the, that's not a horse the guy's that's like, a, I a bear that's not a horse. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah Pear apparently <laughs> found out what happens when you uh, upset the flower lady enough times oh <laughs> yeah. dude if you haven't
2: done that do it. so good
1: yeah Her dialogue gets more and more and more extreme. But that's
3: the thing. Like, usually I I always play the good guy in games where you have a choice. Like, I don't do the dark path. And, like, in this game, I'm like, I'm... I'm, I'm done. I'm going to step on the flowers now because I want to so, yeah, see what they do. There's a
4: shrine with like yeah. a, sh- a short maze of flowers around it. It, does, it just looks pretty. So you run up on it and this lady starts screaming at you. Like, I planted these flowers. Yeah. Don't step on my flowers. Yeah. So then you go to tiptoe around it. You accidentally step on another flower because it's like a pixel difference. And she's like, seriously, stop. Yeah. But and then, then, then her diet, like, she <laughs> keeps ramping up. Mm-hmm. And you get to a point where you step on the flower one more time and she's like, I told you don't step on the flowers. And it goes to a cutscene. It blacks out and she has beaten Link <laughs> within an inch of his life. It reminds me of the Shopkeeper in Link's Awakening who's like, dude, I told you not to steal anything from me. And he uh, electrocutes you and kills you and calls you a thief forever. Mm -hmm. So she's just an insane woman that lives on the side of this shrine.
3: They they had, I mean, like, there were fun moments like that in Twilight Princess. You take out fire in the bomb shop and, like, water drops on you. Like, I love when they think this through and, like, you always feel like you're the only one to discover it. It's just so awesome. No, it's good details. All right.
2: uh, The last thing thing I want to say is that I think the Zelda team, my prediction, Mm -hmm. is that they'll buy themselves some time with another top-down Zelda. Yeah. You think so like a yeah.
3: classic take on like a link yeah. to the
2: past style? I think like nobody can get too upset about that. Yeah. Like people like you know, they like the nostalgia and it's still a very fun, you know, very polished formula and it doesn't invite too many like no one's gonna invite too much criticism of that feeling like too much a reversion because it's like it's deliberate in that I case. Think that's really smart, And that gives man. them a little bit of time to figure out what they're gonna do with yep. this
3: franchise. Because you can, like, you know, you can do a lot with this model, this open world model. Like, just think, okay, apply it to the concept of a wind wake, wake or of a flooded world that has like to something. be resurrected be or, yeah. or a haunted world. or Like, there's so many things you can do with yep. an open world like that. And now they have the physics system and they have the logic system, like, you know, metal conducts electricity, you know, all that stuff. If they build on it. They could have one team working on that and then fill the gap
1: with a Top Town game. Totally agree. I just no? think it can't follow the same exact template because we're, we're done. Like, the Shrine and... and Survival would be hard to do like yeah, that again. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think you can do that again. I think that they need to find a new idea and I think they will, but... Yeah, um, and interestingly enough, they do have multiple teams doing Zelda games. I mean, how else would A Link Between Worlds and even Triforce Heroes like ship? So, w- yeah, hopefully, those right. guys are already busy on something and it's just a matter of time. It's a right for need, Majora's Mask-esque. It's yeah, but up. I need Need like, a break. Like I think Zelda needs a break. I think franchise care is a thing those guys uh, we talk about them. I need a break. I think a lot of folks can use a hey, if if doing the next Metroid or doing the next Zelda was what your resources are down hey, to man. guess what? There's a Metroid. You I should didn't,
4: be working. I didn't buy that twenty dollar season pass for a switch t-shirt
1: and a break. <laughs> oh no, you're getting you're getting <laughs> your DLC. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. getting you're getting your DLC. And yeah, that, yeah. I, I got just got feel like arrows. that's a good idea to then walk away, drop the mic, walk away, soak in all your tens and and and, and your your your, your accolades but um you know step away for a little while why not um all right so time for some news and uh we've got a few to go through here uh the first one is that nintendo addressed the problem of the left joy con and is offering a free free replacement um the statement from nintendo reads uh, and they basically attribute it to a manufacturing error Although they didn't call it that. (laughs) There is no design issue with the Joy-Con controllers and no widespread proactive repair or replacement effort is underway. A manufacturing variation has resulted in wireless interference with a small number of left Joy-Con. Justin's dying laughing. (laughs) Moving forward, this will not be an issue as the manufacturing variation has been addressed and corrected at the factory level. Um, we have determined a simple fix that can be used, uh, blah, 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 blah. And basically, if you're still having issues... A simple it, fix that you can do yourself, though, right? No, it yeah. doesn't sound like yeah. you... I mean, you can, but I'm, I'm not sure you should. Uh, but go to support.nintendo.com and call them. If you're having trouble with your Joy-Con, absolutely reach out. They'll replace it for free. Why not take them up on that? Did you see the
2: reporting that? Oh, I wish I'd give him a shout out because it was really good. Sean Hollister, CNET. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah where he there took <laughs> he, he took apart his left Joy-Con, took yep. a million photographs mm-hmm. of it, sent it off to Nintendo to repair. When they sent it back, he opened it back up so they could see exactly what mm-hmm. he what they'd done. And they put a, a little tiny piece of foam yeah. inside the left It's yeah. called and, conductive
1: foam, conductive which is just foam. a way to keep the antenna. And they're pretty
2: sure that they put that foam around the spot in the Joy-Con where the antenna is that sends off the yep. wireless signals. Yep. And that conductive foam uh, sort of dampens, uh, uh, basically in, interference. Uh, inter- yeah. Inter- yeah. Inter- yeah, that's it. And like it's this little, it's like you know, it's it's a it's a quarter centimeter. You know, it's a few millimeters big, and that's it. Yeah.
3: That's it's suffice to say. If you're planning to buy buy Joy-Con extra ones and don't need them yet, I'd wait a couple weeks because magically the new controllers will work better.
2: Although I will say I've had no problems with mine.
3: Yeah, it yeah, was I mean, weird, It doesn't do you sound you like everyone was.
2: Though? No. Okay. So I, I think, play with uh, a pro controller. Yeah.
1: And that's what I wanted to point out. It sounds like some folks were having this issue and a lot of folks were not. Like it was definitely a split. Um, but I don't think it, it's, it doesn't sound like it's a huge number. Yeah. No, ahead. we had a, a bunch on the, uh,
4: the pre-release leading up doing Let's mm-hmm. Plays for Breath of the Wild it happened a lot. And it was, I was really worried about this because I mm-hmm. thought this was going to be like a big mass epidemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have not had, I haven't been able to replicate that experience at home once. Oh, wow. and that's mean probably a hundred and twenty thirty hours of Switch play. It's two weeks of the system. That's a lot of time.
1: Don't judge. <laughs> I'm not. Don't I'm, t- in, I'm t- like t- at two hundred. I haven't had. Yeah. I, I yeah. haven't
3: had that issue. I've I have this issue though. What's your issue? Uh, here, red controller.
1: Did you press the button? Nope. Whoa! This one controller
3: doesn't lock in. I have okay. gray ones too, and they all lock in. Oh, really? One have you ever dropped controller? It no, and it looks fine too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't. Interesting. Lock
1: in. Yep. All right. Um, send that in. You can get it fixed. <laughs> Apparently, and I the don't have a red controller. But this is a this is a shame. Um, it's uh, on a couple levels. Just like Switch being sort of that it came out and it seemed like it isn't a home run, but it's definitely a platform that's going to get built on and that a lot of people receive positively. Just to, at a factory level, they missed it. It makes you wonder, like, how did it happen? Why did it happen? But rather than focus on that, the one guy in the factory was supposed to put that
3: foam in there. Just went to the bathroom. A yep. hundred went by. Well, it's widespread enough
2: that, uh, that you know, it's not, so, it's not a three red light situation. No, it's not red right. ring of death. We remember it's that. It's widespread enough that it seems crazy that they wouldn't have noticed. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree i agree like it's just odd like it's just odd Mm -hmm. we'd probably be getting more reports of this too if you could buy a nintendo switch
1: (laughs) 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 that's that's good uh another point is just don't call it a manufacturing variation like call it what it is there was an issue at the where like if it's an issue at the manufacturer just say that like the idea that it took so long to get to the statement i'm glad they made the statement let's make that clear yeah But then you choose this wording. I mean, you guys are inviting it on yourselves uh, with this kind of stuff. You
2: got to wonder. So it's like, you know, they manufacture, I'm going to make up a number, but they manufacture 10,000 Joy-Cons a day. Mm -hmm. And so for two days, they didn't have the phone you know or whatever and so there's a lot like but then the rest of them are fine like I can't imagine I'm saying how could they have not noticed but it's so easy to yeah. understand how they didn't no, notice can't. like manufacturing something like this that has a thousand parts inside
3: it like yeah. it's
2: incre- and then they get shipped all over the world it's the most yeah. complex they, complicated
3: thing in the world then right? they have to find one then they have to replicate it then yeah. they have to figure and out and then what they have to crack down and figure oh out for where,
1: four yeah. days the foam yeah. wasn't being put on yeah. and it got yeah. missed by which QIA? factory yep. based on how many do X factories it uh, uh, happened gone. with yeah <laughs> Foxconn, it's all your fault. All right. Next story is about uh, blood bl- blood stained. excuse me, is canceled on Wii U. It's coming to Switch. Um, this uh, statement from Iga Rashi, who posted this on Kickstarter. During our Kickstarter campaign, the Wii U was at the height of its popularity, but the situation has drastically changed huh. after the release of Nintendo Switch. This change made it difficult to receive the necessary support from the hardware maker, which has led us to drop the Wii U development and shift to the development to Nintendo Switch. This makes a lot of sense. We even had Damon Baker here from Nintendo, who is on third-party relations and independent uh, developer relations, and basically said, "Yeah, we had conversations with people like that. We U was not the place you wanted to put uh, some of these games. Um, so this this is being received positively, and it makes a lot of sense. If you don't want the Switch version, you're entitled to a refund, which it sounds yeah. like you it's can good, get. Yeah. yeah. And if
3: you if you're not familiar with it, this is basically Castlevania. Yeah. Right. We also it's, saw, that, we saw yeah.
1: the
4: exact same thing happen with Ukulele. Yeah. Because you know it, it makes sense from a business perspective. Um, so yeah, I." I th- I think that, like, if you're part of that rare sort of demographic of people that has no plans on buying the Switch, Mm -hmm. like, this kind of sucks for you, but you're entitled to get your money back. Let's get it. You know, that's what happens. But uh, you look at something like uh, Mighty Number Nine, which we talked about on Up at Noon today, uh, the 3DS and Vita versions still have not shipped for that game. There's no word on whether or not they're canceled. They just sort of disappeared into the ether. So, um,
1: if you paid for them, that's not, paid for cool. them. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, I yeah, mean, hypothetically, this is
4: already a better scenario because at least we know where this is going to land. Yep.
1: All right. Our final story. Uh, this should make pair very, actually we have two, but this, uh, story should make pair very happy. Fire Emblem Echoes, Shadows of Valentia has a limited edition bundle. Uh, so, um, I own, I pre-ordered it. Yeah. So for fifty nine ninety nine, you're getting Weird. a soundtrack selection CD, a hardcover Valentia art book, a pin. Uh, set uh, depicting some characters and a reversible cover I don't that need resembles any that the stuff. packaging of the original Fire Emblem Famicom uh game. Really, I don't need any of that stuff. But, you're but I buy still it.
2: want it. Yeah. yeah, I'm so over all that stuff, man. Like, yeah. it, like Super Metroid is my favorite game mm-hmm. on this earth. But mm-hmm. like, there's no game that I love enough. Like, I don't, like, I don't need a music CD. What am I gonna do with a yeah. music CD? Yeah. And listen to the no. music. And like, sometimes <laughs> art, sometimes <laughs> art books are really cool, but sometimes they're not. It's kind of a roll of the dice if yeah. you're gonna flip through it and it's gonna have like interesting insights insights
3: and sketches definitely been there don't know. Yeah. and sometimes you, they feel really cheap which like, version of zelda did you buy regular like baby edition i bought the digital. i got version. the one that comes in that giant yeah. box yeah. Uh, and i that box. gm edition
4: i love that That's box enough for me <laughs> no, i'm, I bought I'm it. gonna live in that i'm gonna go i'm gonna go digital only because be living one. in yeah me box. too i'm nice. going to all digital with this really question. yeah um so my thing with collector's edition really hang on sorry yeah
1: why are you saying really what
3: because i i mean i have kids Oh, so you want cartridge? Take cartridge, give yeah. to kid, kid plays yeah. game. I mean, Otherwise, like, I have to buy everything f- three or four times. It's yeah. a portable
1: console, so I don't want to be messing around yeah. with No, I, I totally get it. And, Sorry, yeah. just last point. It, one of the oddest things I've noticed recently, and this has been a trend over the past three years of working at IGN, is anytime you say you're going all digital with a library, there is a group of people who get very angry by that, send in emails and messages saying, why would you uh, – I, I, I want physical media so much better. It's like it's not a debate. I don't like – cornflakes. Yeah. That doesn't mean I stand in the cereal aisle and tell everyone don't buy these. Yeah. Rice Krispies are better. Well, like, so I, don't, I just, I don't <laughs> care. Well, like, I think because they're, because lo- you don't want them to be discontinued.
4: That's yeah. the thing. Their I logic is, Jose, their logic is that like, if, if, if none of us buy cornflakes, yeah. no one will ever have cornflakes. And
1: that's sure actually But a the good reality example. is, people are around. eating less cornflakes so, so, every but year. they're still, they're still, <laughs> still cornflakes in the world. Damn it. Continue.
3: No, but crunchy nut cornflakes are very difficult to find in California. That's because people didn't buy them because they had high calories honey and nuts and everybody in California is scared of nuts apparently yeah well that's why everything's changing man but so because you guys didn't buy them I can't get my crunchy nuts no
1: I mean there's an argument that's not true it's totally true. true it's not true
0: well, because we used to have Cornflake dedicated stores. We we'll would go to Cornflake gone? Stop Justin, every week. No. Now Cornflake Stop
4: has to sell socks <laughs> and call up Think Geek and sell Funko Pop. You trade your old Cornflakes. Yeah, actually, because no one's wait, Cornflakes on. uh, at Cornflake uh, Stop tr- anymore. Truthfully,
1: I actually like Cornflakes. Go ahead. No. <laughs> I mean, there's an
2: argument to be made about digital versus physical where uh, you own the physical cart and the digital game you're only licensing. You don't own that. Yeah. yeah. Uh I definitely feel uncomfortable. I'm going digital only because of the convenience, but I yes. feel uncomfortable about the aspect of I can't turn my copy of Zelda into cash. Nope. Like you have fewer the rights. store may yeah, disappear I, and you cannot yeah. get it back. You
3: you give up your
2: rights to uh a lot when you buy digitally. Like But I'm not angry about that. No, but I don't, I don't get, the like I have a thousand that. games on Steam <laughs> yeah. and it makes me kind of uncomfortable that like technically following the terms of use I can't give those games to my kids. Right, They're only right, with me. Right, right. But sure. I can give them my NES collection. Like that's you if know. your
1: NES still works yeah which is another complicated but that's a real yeah, like the last it will you own the cart. Right, mm-hmm. like you don't. I
2: don't own my copy of Zelda. Nintendo is loaning it to me. You know, mm-hmm. they leased it to me. Like they gave me a license. But how is it
1: different it? than when you put it in a drawer and you put it away for a couple of years and then you take it out, you boot up the system, and you just let someone play it? Uh, I mean, because I can, I can sell it to my buddy. You know, yeah, hey, I just I don't sell, I don't resell games. So I see that argument one hundred percent. Yeah, and um, people, that's quite. People tangent. are
3: opposed to just I like the concept of physical collectible items too. You know, like it's the bookshelf idea versus the
1: Kindle um and well you know, and that's where we agree because i bought the master edition as well but i'm not it's just the collector in me like having yeah. the last couple of zelda special editions i wanted to have it. it does it change how i feel about owning the software it doesn't right. i can respect people who it does i'm just not going to yell at you for it <laughs> and i don't want to yell at you for it so don't yell at me because right. you're don't not yell a jerk yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but wait i didn't hear it's because <laughs> you're not a jerk well, thank you. Um, so, uh, anyway, this Fire Emblem thing is out, and then last, uh, sorry, th- are you happy about this? The Fire Yeah, of course Mecho? I'm happy about this. Sorry, no, like I'm not about happy that. about the fact that they
3: were sold out in like four minutes or something. Again, it's yeah. a little ridiculous that these limited editions are so Actually limited. Because <laughs> they're I mean, some <laughs> games come out and like two weeks after launch is like buy the limited edition, and like there are things like what is it, World of Final Fantasy where I really wanted it, but I can't get it because right, I was right, right. asleep for 20 minutes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think that sucks. I think there should be ample supply for a super fan to be able to get one of these.
1: Yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah, or take more orders, especially if they sell out so fast. Yep. No, that's fair. They Maybe they should start calling them the So Limited Edition. Mm. <laughs> so Limited? So my,
4: my
3: Nintendos are gone so fast.
4: My yeah. stance on uh, collector's editions, special editions, limited editions, is that uh, the stuff that they put inside them is almost always – of a way worse quality than stuff you would buy sort of on its own. And what you're paying for is the package, the Mm -hmm. sort of all bundle. I wish that every single one of these things basically had a drop-down menu and let you pick and choose what you wanted and let you scale. So if I want the Zelda Master Edition because I want that Master Sword and I want a copy of Zelda or I want a digital code for Zelda and the Master Sword and a map or I want the soundtrack CD and the case but I don't want anything else, Like, let me piecemeal that stuff. I really wish... That's the way it worked. And they just shipped it to me in a box, you know. But um, what do you think? This is like Build-A-Bear or something? Yeah, I want it to be like Build-A-Bear.
3: Like you're going to go into a store and you're yeah. like, Kickstarter I don't want that. the pin. Yeah, I want the Like Kickstarter all the does other that. little, like your your entire birthday crew, group is with you. Everybody gets a call. I, I think that's cute. I've never but, had a birthday party at like, Build-A-Bear. Oh, um, it didn't exist when I was a child back in the 1930s. <laughs> yeah. So um, no, the I, I think it's not doable for right. any for any like companies like that kind of, like, how do you sustain a la that? Carte. Even, even Lego can't do that that well. No. You know, and like, there are the definition of pick what you want and yeah, we'll ship it mail. to you. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I hear you like, there's a lot of junk in it.
4: Well, it's also like, so the art book that comes with the uh, average collector's edition is always way worse than if you buy a standalone <laughs> art book. If you
1: bought art and artifacts or Hyrule Historia, you got a way better. You got a way better art book than anything
4: involves. in those. I'm um, same yeah. with or like if if you if
1: bought it, the Awakening art book, or like I got the half.
4: first four figures, Breath of the, of the of Wild statue, and it's gorgeous. And then you put that next to like I don't know, like a keychain or something. Or like even that. the Master it's, Edition. It's, it's, it's yeah. by definition, it's a business, right? So if if it's a hundred dollar special
2: edition, you're getting seventy dollars worth of stuff. Like that's just that's how it works. Totally,
3: it'd be nice. I I hear you. I think it'd be great if the if they upgraded like if if these actually got better and you know companies put out something really worth owning but i you know i i think a lot of the pins and things are are good like these are your only chance to get one of these and i think there is that sense of you know ownership of having something special that not everybody can
1: get that that gives people joy All right, so last, last thing. Super Mario Run is now out on Android. The iOS game got updated. There's some uh, new playable characters in the form of colored Yoshis, which apparently uh, will allow you to unlock more of a particular type of colored toad. Um, there's Bowser challenges and they added mm-hmm. a little more free uh, stuff to the free version of the game not much you're basically able to play 1-4 are you going to play it again or you like weren't allowed um, no, no I'm good I'm but
4: not. oddly like uh, oddly my wife because I, I was nudging her like three months ago to play this game oh, she's, she's and finally. she just started like a week ago and she's completely hooked on it and yeah, it's, it's very weird because I'm like huh. It's, it's like watching someone like in the first steps of rehab and I, I just got through the program. <laughs>
1: I'm like, I'm good. I don't need to go well, back. There's more? There's a few more. A new more? buildings added. I mean, they've been adding new buildings and little yeah. new knickknacks to unlock if you really got into the investment mode. It says rally tickets are easy to obtain. I feel like they were always easy. I've never had really less, like, less than 99. Yeah, I have all the time. I'm scared to click on a yeah. house that I bought in the game that will give you things. Yeah. I'm like, you're just going to give me rally tickets. I exactly. don't need them. Um, and then uh, an easy mode is available, which is great for kids. So, yeah. Good, good, solid stuff. Well, uh, so good, check I mean, that out. More, most people in the United States do not have an iPhone.
3: Yeah. yeah. So it's good to hear that now they'll be able to play this game because it was cool.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and whether they're going to spend the ten bucks, it'll probably be the same story as iOS or same QR. pricing model and everything. Yeah, it's same, same pricing yeah. model. That didn't change at all. Yeah. Um, but nor would it. I know we did say on the show though that when the Android version came around, they probably were going to use it as promotion for the iOS version, and they did. You know, just adding new stuff. So th- we'll see. Do you think they'll do this pricing model
3: again? Because it looks like they made more money the other way, right? With, oh yeah, no, I'm sure internally, Fire
1: Emblem made way yeah. more money uh, than than Mario will. Yep, but yeah. I think to them, they didn't care. yeah um, And eventually,
4: this game will get a price drop, and they'll they'll, they'll make more money. That's
1: what I'm thinking on. Yeah, It'll I wonder nothing if nothing uh, do
4: that with an all digital game,
1: like anyway. the cross promotion with say Mario Odyssey, and go, oh yeah, and by the way, uh, Mario Run is now five bucks. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I think that would be smart. All right. We'll see. Well, that was our show. Good stuff. Cornflakes. All the things you love. about Cornflakes the uh, Thank you so much for watching, listening. And of course, you can email us feedback at nvc at IGN dot com or leave us a review either on Google Play, iTunes. I don't know if Spotify does reviews. I think you can find us through there. I'm not sure. We
3: have the spoken word edition on Spotify.
1: OK. Spoken word editions on Spotify. Uh, and lastly, you can follow us all on Twitter. You can follow Justin Davis at Error Justin. E-R-R-O-R Justin. Is that play? based on Zelda? I'm error. No, no. Well, what was the error? Just you said you're wrong. No,
2: that's a long story. Oh, okay, that
1: comes oh. from. Okay, uh, Google it. Google Google error Justin. All right. <laughs> so uh, next up, Brian. Where can they find you at? Agent Bizzle? And linked together is every Thursday? Yeah, I believe a new
4: episode goes up uh, 3 p.m. every Thursday. And I think our fourth episode just went up. Uh, it, they're just getting more and more, more ridiculous. <laughs> we are uh, – between the, the third and the fourth episode, Zach and I each played about 70 hours of that game and came back recharged and ready to rock. So it, was,
3: it was all old before. It was all recorded yeah, together yeah. and yeah. then it's
4: new. Yeah, and um, so you're probably saying like, oh, they're going to be masters and awesome at this game. Nope. <laughs> no, that, still screwing it's up. It's just like I mean, you should try this. You should have a
3: friend, yeah, like, separate the controls because everything that is so natural just doesn't work anymore. Well, so, right? like, oh. so
4: for example, running and jumping off of something and leaping—the thing you saw from the trailer. Our version of the trailer would be like dun 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 dun. dun. You jump in the air, or you go to jump in the air and you run off the cliff. And <laughs> Zach yells at me, "Why didn't you jump?" And I go, "I am not the jump. You are the jump. <laughs> You're the whistle, right? Yeah, it's- I'm <laughs> the whistle. I'm the whistle." That <laughs> that Actually,
1: Zach has the heavier responsibility, I feel, just because he's look and he's attack and he's jump and he's... Well, think uh, about throwing a bomb. Throw and so he's... throwing a bomb is up in the D-pad, me, uh,
4: yeah. uh l to, to 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 bring it out there me that r to throw him yeah. Yeah. l to detonate me so it's just like bing 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 wow so, yeah, but you get to choose where you go yes yeah F- that's true F- but F- he chooses the camera <laughs> which is like steering the boat the boat sail
3: so if you want to watch it look it look it up on youtube or on ig and just search for a link together and look yeah. for all the comments of people who think that uh brian and zach really think they're called bubble Kleins.
1: all right and yeah, yeah,
3: we're
4: changing they- the definition it's bubble Kleins.
1: Okay. It's done. Uh, Where can they find you on? P-R-I-G-N. All right. And you can find myself, Jose underscore Otero. Thank you so much. And we'll be back next week with more Nintendo Voice Chat.